Welcome back to another edition of the Thought Police with him, Matt Kelly. Hello. And, and me, Mike Graham. Uh, I see you now call yourself the founder of the New Year. Well, I, yeah, I, 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 like I was, that. yeah. I, mean, I thought I should make the gun from editor. The only success I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfair. Yeah. I think you'd be very hard on yourself. Yeah. But it's quite cool, though. Editor, then publisher, and then founder. Founder and founder. Publisher. sounds really kind of... Um, Entrepreneurial. Really important. No, but no, it sounds really important. Does it? Yeah. It sounds like the kind of guy that you'd go to for advice. Yes. You know, like mentoring. Right. Okay. You know, that kind I of hope thing. no one bothers. I can't be asking I think there's quite a bit of money in it. Is there? I mean, when you hear about people teaching journalism, right. and then you find out there's some of the people you used to work with, That's and you right. go, it was you, like the number three on the substance. Yeah, you have a laugh. <laughs> what do you know about it? See, they've still got the same flask and put on yeah. top of their box. And, and cardigan. <laughs> yeah. You know. But a couple of things that we should talk about. First of all, um, the one, one of the things that we do agree on is this kind of, you know, cult of personality around Greta Thunberg yeah. has been an absolute joke. Yeah. But it'll come as no surprise to you, or yeah. me, that she's been nominated for the bloody Nobel Peace Absolutely Prize. Absolutely incredible. What is going on? What do you have to do these days? I mean, you don't have to do very much, do you? Make a few mad speeches. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, was there not um, quite, a lot of mirth, quite a lot of mirth about, about Henry Kissinger? Yes. Yeah, you know, given that he was one of the most bloodthirsty yeah. characters That's in the history right. of American And Obama was. as well got it before yeah. he'd, he'd even done anything. Right. He got it just on the strength of being Obama. And I think also, although it was probably quite significant at the time, Yasser Arafat yeah. getting it was kind of weird. Yes. Uh, and Begin as well. Was yeah. Arafat and Begin right. got it together. They got it they? together, didn't so they? The fact yeah. that they sat down and talked. Yeah. I mean, how's that gone? Yeah. <laughs> you know, not that well, really. You know, peace has not broken out in yeah. the Middle East. A lot of people think Donald Trump should be nominated, but he, and that's never going to happen. Donald Trump definitely thinks Donald Trump should be nominated. Yes, he does. Well, he thinks he should be nominated. But it's on the basis of him, like... Did you see... Um, bombing Al-Qaeda, isn't it? Did you see... Which I don't think it's the peace Did you see congratulating the wrong state in um, the did Super Bowl? He? No, I missed that. Oh, no, did he? Well, on Twitter. Yeah, he went, you know, what a great, fantastic victory for one of the great cities, Kansas City. Yeah. Um, because you know there's two Kansas cities. I had no idea. Yeah, there is, yeah. Oh, right. There's Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah. And there's Kansas City, Missouri. Right? Oh. And the Kansas City Chiefs... Oh, from Missouri? Oh, from Kansas. Oh, they are. They're proper think, Kansas. Yeah. Yeah, right. um, anyway, he congratulated the state, great state of Missouri. Yeah, fantastic. Um, that was an amazing... I've only seen the highlights, and I've never been I'll in tell you what, American football. Funnily enough, great. I always watch... I try to watch the Super Bowl, because it's mm. the one thing that... Um, that I, it's the one game of the season yeah. I watch. Yeah. And sometimes it's interminably long. Yeah. But actually, last night, we got home from the... Uh, sorry, on Sunday night. Yeah. Um, we got home from the, uh, the the show that I was talking about on Tuesday, yeah. the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. And um, it was just kicking off. Yeah. Oh, right. So you stayed and so I thought, it. well, I'll have a glass of wine and I'll yeah. start watching it. And it was a great game. It was I watched fantastic. the first half. I then... Watch the halftime show, which is so past its sell-by date. Right, you could not make this it up. This was with was it, it was J Lo and J Lo uh, Rihanna? No, no, not Rihanna. Um, Who's the other one? The Colombian woman, Shakira. Shakira. And I actually their, quite like Shakira. Sh- she's shaking cool. their booty. Not least because she's married to um, the Barcelona player. Um, is she? What's his name? What a shame! She used to play for Man United. What a shame she's not married to Liverpool's Shakiri. That would be great, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be ace? So she could be called Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. Shakiri. That would be good. Although he's a bit short for her, I think. He's about four foot nine. Yeah. Uh, she's married to Piquet. Oh. Right. Is she? So, I mean, you can imagine the um, yeah. the footballers and the wives' Christmas party. It was oh, pretty glamorous. Oh, God, right? yeah. That's what you love about Spain. You wouldn't want to be the sort of middle-aged, ugly one, that. You that can you imagine of... Bobby Charlton in the middle of all that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> little, little swipe, swept hair. But, yeah, Gerard Piquet and Shakira, yeah. pretty glamorous couple. Wow. And I've always liked Shakira. And, yeah. actually, she came out and she was dressed... 
relatively kind of sensibly, right. but in sort of two-piece flamenco type thing. And, she, and her music's pretty cool, and that was fine. But you're still thinking, and I was trying to explain to my son, you know, in the middle of a massive sporting event, yeah. what they do is they completely transform the middle of the, the, the sporting arena into a, a stage. Yeah. At which they put the most ridiculous stuff on. Yeah. So sometimes it's the Rolling Stones. It's the Janet Hoon. Jackson. They've had Janet Jackson. Had, yeah, right. You know, that was an accident, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, they've had, I think they've had Jay Z, they've had Beyonce, right. they've had Chris Martin, right. Coldplay. Anyway, then suddenly J Lo appears. Now, I didn't know there was some kind of reference to a strip movie or her as a stripper in The Hustle. Right, I haven't seen but The Hustle. No, yeah. I haven't. Yeah. Apparently, she comes in on a sort of stripper's pole, right? Right. And she's literally wearing the kind of outfit that Madonna would have worn when she was about 35. Yeah. It's like a leather corset <laughs> into a sort of, you know, oh, very tight... Oh, no. Um, or very revealing bodice. kind of thing. Well, just yeah. not... I mean, and I'm not going to be sexist here, but, yeah. you know, it's like, just put it away. Too please. much, yeah. It's too yeah. much. Yeah. And a lot of dancers who had obviously been selected because they had different body images, you know? Yeah, yeah. So they weren't... They didn't look like dancers to me. Right. And I'm going... You think they were just plucked there for diversity sakes? Well, I mean, there were some big thighs girls. I think some of the football players <laughs> had smaller thighs than these girls, you know? And I'm going, this is not... I'm not enjoying this. And, right. and, and I'm trying to get... <laughs> my son to look at it and he's kind of going what is this I said yeah. this is half time this it's is the like, half time show madness, isn't it? it's like and Miss it, World or something yeah right? and it yeah. looks so out, outdated yeah. I mean you say that I'm probably being slightly implicitly correct here but it just looks wrong but isn't it it's an American thing isn't it but there's very much so like, well they start yeah. the whole Super Bowl off with yeah. all these veterans right? right and god bless them a really old a couple of guys in wheelchairs yeah. sitting there they yeah. have the they have the they're kind they of the red arrows flying over right. they have the national anthem I mean it's very patriotic yeah yeah um but I really think an it's amazing time, spectacle. I think it's time to do away with the old half-time show. Have you seen talking about American sports? Have you seen Uncut Gems on Netflix? No, Adam Sandler. No, it's fantastic. Is it? It's brilliant. It was released. It was one of these like The Irishman where it had a short cinema okay, release so right. they could get it into the Oscars. But it's on Netflix now, right? And it's the story of a, a Jewish diamond dealer, right? In I think it must be in New York, although must it, be it might be in LA, but I think it's New York. That's and, where most of them are. And he, uh, it's like the Hatton Gardens of yeah. America. Yeah, that's that's New York. And it's about him. It's called the Diamond uh, District, like Forty Eighth and Fifth. Right. Okay. Uh, that's it's exactly that. Yeah. Right. And he gets this. Uh, Opal from mm. a uh, mine in Ethiopia, right. which he thinks is worth a million dollars, and he tries to sell it to a very famous basketball player. Okay, and it, but it's all about basketball yeah. and the game, and it. But it's a great movie. Mm. It's a great movie. Well, I spoke to a, a motoring writer that I know the other day, who said to me, "We were talking about um, just the kind of ludicrous expense of some cars, yeah. and you know why they're making. You know why would, for example, Rolls Royce." Now make a four by four Rolls Royce, yeah, and they're which so is one ugly. of the ugliest oh, looking things. Terrible. And the four by four Bentley as well. It's just it's a horrendous, right? Car, yeah. But this guy who's in the business of, of writing about cars all the time, um, you probably know him, but I won't mention his yeah. name because he didn't want anyone to know that he knew this. But he went to Rolls Royce to talk to them about this new car, and apparently um, Jay Z yeah. had turned up and in the, in, the um, in a sort of Beverly Hills outlet of Rolls Royce yeah. with a bag. And in the bag was $150,000 worth of diamonds, no. which he wanted them to implant into the dashboard of the car <laughs> that he was buying God. for his wife. <laughs> I mean, what, 
what is the point of that? Please. Isn't that just ridiculous? That's I mean, mad. Doesn't that, which brings me on to um, another film, because I watched Joker at the weekend. Oh, it's fantastic. Isn't I it? could not believe how good it was. It's amazing. It's the greatest film I think I've seen. He is extraordinary. It's certainly the greatest film I've seen this century. Yeah. Do you know what I felt about it afterwards was that it felt like, you know when you go to an amazing theatre production yeah. and you feel like you, it's there happening in front of you? Yeah. That somehow he manages almost yes. to come out of the screen. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like a great yeah. theatre show. Well, he's the final scene when he gets on top of the cab yeah, and yeah. just realises that he's just started a movement. Yeah. But you know what I saw in it as well, and you might think I've gone a bit mad, I saw a kind of... Um, similarity to the whole Brexit movement. Right. Because I saw that... Because um, I was watching a, a sort of mini documentary about Davos the yeah. other day, and there's a guy who's a Scandinavian economist, I think. can't remember his name. But he was basically chucked out of one of their sort of symposiums. Yeah. Because he made this big speech about... He said, forget about... All tax. This. Yeah, the tax yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember his name. It, yeah. But he... And he said... He talk says, about tax. Yeah, yeah all this right. philanthropy yeah, is yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Don't tell Bono to come here. That's Don't right. come here with, with your, your ideas yeah. of how to save the world in yeah, your private yeah. jets. Yeah. Don't tell us all about how you're going to set up a... Yeah. You know, this a, was last year. Yeah, Davos. yeah it was. But this year, he didn't get to go right. because of it. And he went on Fox News with Tucker Carlson. You should put, right. get it on YouTube. Yes. Tucker Carlson, who's like one of the... One the of kind the of, sort of Sean Hannity types. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And I find him very, very entertaining yeah. to watch, but right. obviously disagree with most right. of what he's saying. But... Tucker Carlson in, got him onto the yeah. show and pre-recorded mm. the slot and ends up telling him to f off right. stupid twat right. and, and because he does he's the all same thing up tax. and he does the same yeah. thing to Tucker Carlson mm. and he exposes Carlson as right. being a massive hypocrite right. as well and Carlson loses it completely. Really? It's oh, very, that's interesting. Very funny. But you know this whole idea that the 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 kind of the the, the, the three rich kids get murdered on the on the subway yeah. by a Joker yeah. because they're harassing a woman and they're these overprivileged little wankers yeah. and suddenly all the all the, the sort of ordinary people the the trolls and the kind of yeah. the, the, the plebs yeah. signed with the Joker yeah and uh, because they're sick to death of the rich yeah and I see something of that no I agree with you about what we've just been through it's like the what was that film with Martin Sheen uh, where he goes on the rampage um, oh you mean falling down falling down yeah it's not Martin Sheen it's Michael Douglas Michael Douglas yeah. sorry and he's um, you know, and the the great empathy is yeah. with this guy, yeah. you know, who is just finally doing what everybody's yeah. thinking. Yeah, you know? and and life is full of these frustrations mm. that we, you know, park. If there was an anti-parking attendant yeah. movement, I'd be right yes. up front with my placards. Yeah, I know it's not their fault, but no. I would be happily yes. corralling them. Yeah, but it. just the kind of absolute yeah. and utter intransigence. Yes, I mean, funnily enough, uh, we were watching it with with the kids, and because it's a fifteen. And we let the 30-year-old watch the 15. You know, don't yeah. come and arrest me, whoever the film police are, you know. Um, and at did one they point, check you when you... Did they ask for any age when you went in? No, this was... We watched it at home. Oh, right. It. Oh, no, it's up to you. My, old, my older son had gone to the movies and seen it already once yeah, yeah. Uh, with his friend. Um, but, but no, I, we watched it at home. Yeah. Um, and there's, a, there's, there's one scene in it where he's being sort of... Where he's, like, screaming and nobody understands it. Yeah. And um, the youngest mother said to him, is that how you feel at school? And he went, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they my God. They don't understand me. Wow. That's I mean, powerful. there was so much that, is that came out of it, you know? Yeah. Where, and, and she was really sympathetic. Yeah. With, I said, how can you be sympathetic? He's a psychopath. He's a maniac. Yeah. yeah. She's like, no, I feel sorry for him. I think we've all got a bit of psychopathiness. Yeah. And it's, yeah. That, maybe that's what civilization is, is the ability to well, hold it's a, that well, down. Well, I think you know? it's a very thin veneer. Yeah, yeah. Because the way that it all went out of hand... Yeah. So quickly, yeah. with all these people painting their faces. I mean, that's not very far 
from what can happen here. Definitely. I mean, I don't want to sound, you know, overdramatic, but my dad used to say to me, we grew up in Hampstead, very nice part of the world. We didn't have any money because in those days you didn't need to, to live in Hampstead. My dad rented a flat, yeah. you know. But he, I remember him saying to me one day, he said, you know, if we don't sort society out, people will just come here and take stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean, he kind of, that was kind of what happened in the riots. Right. And, and they just went, I'm going to have that. I'm taking, I'm taking that TV. Yeah. You know? I mean, the riots that we had in London, when, when was it? About four years ago? Something no. Like well, well, the first big ones were around, a, I think, around about 2011, 12. Right. That, that feels right. When they, that was the Tottenham ones. They were weird, though, because they spread mm. into areas where there was clearly no kind of social yeah. problem. Yeah. And, but people just seemed to get swept away with the idea that... I think everybody likes you know, to smash up a shop window. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Plainly. Because yeah. I, I was funny enough, I was away when it happened, um... Came back and Surrey Keys, which is not far from me, yeah. the shopping centre there had been smashed up. God, now, yeah. parts of that part of London are not that yeah. nice, yeah. but it's not horrible. Do you remember that great scene in, in Boys from the Black Stuff? Do you, do you remember Boys you from know, the Black Stuff? You know, I don't stuff? really, because mostly, I mean, I, I remember the show, yeah. but I think I was living in America at the time. You must have been, well, it was all, it was cataloguing, yeah. chronicling Liverpool's yes. kind of. I mean, I know what it was about. Decline. Yeah. And, you know, it's what eventually led into, mm. you know, rioting and stuff like this. But Yozza Hughes, who yeah. was played by. I remember him. Yeah, the, by, that, that, I can't remember his name now, yeah. but a very big fella. And he's reached absolute rock bottom. Right. And he stood outside a, a sandwich shop, yeah. like a dawn. And he's. And he's got nowhere to go, and he's having a breakdown. Yeah. It's terrible. And he, he speaks to this tramp, and the tramp's saying, "What you want to do is get yourself arrested." Yeah. And he says, "Right, okay." And he says, "I'm, I'm going to do that." And he sees this in the corner of this square. There's mm. like a, a one of the a beer cask, right. you know, like a oh, yeah, big like a metal barrel, yeah. barrel. And he picks this beer barrel right. up and he threw, throws it through the uh, sandwich shop window. Right. right, and of course the place is swarmed by the busies <laughs> and the tramp goes, it was me, it was me! <laughs> And he gets taken off, and Yossi Hughes is left there standing on his own. I'm bloody, I can't even get arrested. That's brilliant. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, I think society does have this very thin veneer. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I think, politically speaking, everybody has to be a bit careful not to encourage the wrong kind of behaviour. Yeah. You know, because if you start, I mean, you know, there's a part of that whole Brexit enterprise and, and, and experience that has led a lot of people who previously thought they were powerless to think they've got power. Yeah. You know? And they're probably, in the great scheme of things, deluded, but it's a dangerous... Probably. It's, probably. And, and the establishment won't let them... But it's a bit like, you know, that scene on Joker where they, they start beating up the police. Yeah. Because the police are trying to capture the guy yeah. who's killed someone. That's right. And it turns out it all turns back on them. And if you, you know, as a, as a society, if, you, if nobody does what the police says, yeah. we're done. It's over. You know? Yeah. How good was De Niro in it, by the way? Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely superb. Absolutely. He's brilliant. had a right renaissance, hasn't he? Because he was doing some real crap. He was he? doing some right old rubbish like the yeah. fuckers and all. I mean, even I mean, he was funny in that, but you sort of watched it before. Oh, Up God, to a point, know, it was. Really? I mean, it would have been funny if he'd done one. Yeah. But when you start to think he's doing three or four, they're yeah. like dirty grandpa. And then he did a bloody advert for Warburton's bread or something. I couldn't believe that. That oh, I couldn't believe. Man. I mean, I still think he's a great actor. A bit, I still a bit think of he's died turned into a knob now. Yeah, he has turned into a knob. With his Did you see them at the Baftas? Did you watch the Baftas? No, I missed the Baftas because that was all on when I was out. Al Pacino and with De Niro. Al Pacino fell down the stairs yeah. apparently. Well, he was wearing sunglasses. No wonder he fell down the bloody <laughs> stairs. He had. He was. There was like a two thousand yeah. people there, right. and Al Pacino, the only guy in the whole room with absolute black shade and right. sunglasses. Jesus. And and but looking like something out of. Like, who was that music producer? Phil Spector? Yeah, Phil Spector, yeah. Like he Phil does Spector. look like that now. Yeah. He sort of turned into um, 
you know Donny Brasco yes. he's turned into the guy in that yeah. you know where you just think he's got all these chains and things <laughs> and, you know, but, he's, but he gets home there's nothing there yeah. you know <laughs> Which I'm sure isn't true. I spoke. I worked with a guy once who did a. I don't know if you remember this. A few years ago, he came over on a tour, and he did like Pacino. Yeah, he, he did like a sort of theatre. Richard tour. wasn't Richard the Third, was it? No, 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 no. This was just him. An evening oh, with an evening with. So Pacino. he was sick, and I think it was might have been Piers that was doing the interview. Really? Yeah. Wow. And he was paid a fortune. God. Like loads of, like yeah. half a million quid a night or something. Amazing. To do this, and they would do these VIP things. He must have had a tax bill. Well, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Um, well, you could go and shake his hand afterwards for an extra... 500 notes yeah, or something, yeah, you know, yeah. get a picture taken with him, you know. Yeah. Amazing. God. Absolutely amazing. amazing. And some of these people, they do... Because they get treated like this for so long, yeah. they start to believe their own PR, yeah, I think. And that's think why so. De Niro turns into who he is. Yeah. And, you know... Poor old De Niro. I mean, it, I'm told his restaurant, or not his restaurant, but his hotel yeah. is very close to opening in London. You know where Joe Allen's is? Oh, that's to? right. Well, I, I was told the other day, because yeah. um, I, was, I was busy telling someone. In we Covent know, Garden. This yeah, is, they've moved around the corner yeah. because that whole block was bought by De Niro. From right, Boutique you've told hotel. me that, yeah. Well, apparently it's going to open soon. Amazing. So we should go. Definitely. Um, Next time you're in the Groucho, yeah. we can pop around the corner. I've been to his restaurants in Tribeca. The Tribeca Grill, yeah, yeah, I went there. Me and my wife went over when we were just starting to I, I reviewed it for the Sunday Times when it first opened. Right, well, we went shortly after yeah. it first opened mm. in 2000, right? And uh, and my wife got up, after we had a few drinks, you know, my wife got up and yeah. walked into the kitchen right. demanding to see Robert De Niro. <laughs> They were very nice about it, sort of gently guided that, that back song, the song. What was it, Robert, Robert De Niro's De Niro's waiting. Waiting. Yeah. Talking Italian. I went back there another time, and um, just because I was used to like the place, and there was a guy sitting at like, one of the tables from, from um, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, what's what? the, the, the mafia thing? The Sopranos. Sopranos. The big yeah. fat guy was sitting there with a the big Tony Gandolfini. No, no, not him, no, the, the really big guy. Oh, yeah, Paulie. Or the one who plays the one, Paulie. The one who's really yeah, fat. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. had a massive big bowl of pasta and he had yeah. napkin tucked in. And I'm like, fantastic. It's, 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 just, there. it's them. It's you them. Know. Well, when you go to Little Italy, you know better yeah. than me, but I mean, those, uh, those restaurants, I think mm. there's one called. Little Italy One and Little right. Italy Two or something right. like that, and they, they, you know, people have been shot there. Oh, yeah, you know, and you can see all the bodies yeah. lying on the floor. Oh, if you yeah. search the news. You totally, know? yeah, it's incredible. No, little. I mean, it was. Um, New York was always famous for that. Yeah, and I mean, I told you I ran into John Gotti, um, and I saw Big Paul Castellano's, you know, remains lying on the street. Amazing. You know, the, 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 literally ten minutes after it happened. And they, it's what well, funny, isn't it? Because. The there is something like magical about the mafia that there people is. are absolutely entranced by. Yeah, and it seems romantic. because it's because because the the, the 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 myths are actually not as good as the facts. Yeah. I remember a guy getting shot in Queens one day. because yeah. he lived in Queens because he wasn't a big high, you know, a high on the hog kind of guy. But they always yeah. either lived in Queens or Long Island or Brooklyn. Right. They never really lived in Manhattan. Right. Because they didn't want to. Yeah. Um, and this guy was found dead next to his Cadillac, clutching. A can of tomatoes, <laughs> which he just bought at the supermarket. You know, oh, gross man. Literally, you could. Yeah, I mean that would have been awful. But you know, he's got the tomatoes. Oh, you know, man. and you just think I could, you could not make this stuff up. Oh my god, no, it's extraordinary. I remember going to uh, Taormina in uh, oh, yeah. Sicily. That's a lovely spot. Beautiful, but all the big hotels there are, ma- are mafia owned, and they're quite open yeah. about it. Oh, are know? they? Yeah. So there's four. I found nice Sicily really there. interesting. Yeah, I love it. We actually stayed in a. We rented a, um, a villa. Um, in a little town just down the road from Taormina. Yeah. And we used to go to Taormina quite a bit. Um, but I, I sort of 
maybe ignorance was, was the problem. I didn't realise it was such a big island. Yes, huge. You know? Because yeah. we only really sort of went up and down a very small part of the East Coast. Yeah. We never got anywhere near Palermo. No. Um, and it was a lot more industrialised than I thought. I'd love to see uh, Corleone. Which we is went, a real village, isn't we it? We went to that. We went oh, you there. Did? You oh, can, great. You can't find it. That's been slightly tarted up. Right. I mean, it's a dangerous little drive up to the yeah. top of. It's, it's well, people shooting at you. Well, it's not that. <laughs> but the bloody roads are a nightmare, yeah. right? Um, but you get up the top, and there is actually a sort of um, an, uh, a little sculpture right. to um, Francis Ford Coppola. Right. And and the place, the if you know the the, the Godfather movie well, which Very well. you do. Where he asked for permission to date Apollonia, Apollonia, or whatever her name is, that's there, yeah, and wow. you can drink. Fantastic. You can go there, but it's but it's called the sort of the, the Corleone Cafe, or where something. the dad rushes out. For yeah. Glorious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they sell. Um, little bottles of, of, you know, I'm sure it's probably a yeah. breach of copyright, you know, Godfather um, <laughs> Grappa and all this kind of Fantastic. stuff, and you can buy all sorts of souvenirs. But yeah, I've got, in fact, I've got a picture taken outside. Yeah, that's such a great one. film. Though. It really is. That's well, true, I don't know if you're like me. I mean, I've now added the Joker to the list of films that I will now watch yeah. over and over again. Amazing. You know, The Deer well, Hunter, yeah. Godfather. Yeah. Um, What's your favourite soppy film? Have you got one? Soppy? Like a sort of romantic, yeah. kind of soppy film? Do you know what? It's probably... Um, I quite like An Officer and a Gentleman, Ooh, actually. Right. Which might surprise you. Yeah. That was on... And also, it's one of those films that whenever That's it comes on... Yeah. It came on Channel 5 the other, the other night. Yeah. And I just watched it. Yeah. Oh, this is great. That's a great I was crying at the end. Yeah. And Casablanca. Casablanca, yeah, yeah. I've got a very soft spot for On Golden Pond. Have you? I have. And when we were teenagers, we, me and my best mate were dating two girls one yeah. summer, two sisters, and... We must have watched on Golden Pond literally about thirty times, yeah. and um, I can repeat it line by line. Yeah. And I was amazed and delighted to find out that the place, the, in the house in, Isn't that in Golden Connecticut Pond, or somewhere. Yes, and you can rent it. Yeah. It's a rental. Is and it? Apparently, it started out as just a single story thing, right. and the film crew built a second story to it. Okay. And the guy said, "Actually, I love it. Keep it right. like that." And you can go and live wow. in, on Golden Pond. It's, doesn't he I've die though? Isn't that the point? Doesn't Henry no. Fonda die? No, not in the film. Doesn't I mean, he? he does die, Henry Fonda. I know Henry Fonda's <laughs> dead. That's another one I'll watch over and over again, 12 Angry Men. Oh, what Which a I film. absolutely love. What a film. That's just fantastic. You know? that, that's good. That, the only other court-based film I think could give mm. that a run for its money is The Verdict with Paul Newman. Yeah, that's great. That is that's an really amazing good. film. A Few Good Men's not bad for the courtroom scene. It is, yes, it is. You know? Yeah, but the verdict—that's verdict David Mamet's screenplay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, the verdict is amazing. Yeah, but you know, there's so many great films. Yeah. But, but anyway, we'll, we have to digress because we're supposed to be talking about the terror threat on our streets. Yes. Aren't we? We are. Because uh, you know, it's now idiot. a few days yeah. since another idiot. Yeah. But do you know what happened on Sunday? This is another funny thing because, as I say, Sunday was quite a busy day. But as I was driving back up to London, the news broke that some guy had been shot dead. Yeah. And immediately now, my first reaction is to go, oh, where is it? Yeah. Not kind of, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Is it's it my, that's go, what I thought is it North London. Yeah. yeah, is it going to be, yeah. is it going to lightly hold me up from getting home? That kind of thing. Yeah, you know? that's right. And then I got home and put the TV on because I thought, well, I've got to find out. Um, and I thought, Sky are really going over the top here. You know, they're really milking the hell out of this. Right. To the point where they've get they've got every single police guest you could find. I mean, all the people that yeah. we talk to whenever yeah. there's a police story. Yeah. They had one after the other on. And it was getting to the point where they have nothing to say. Yeah. You know, they were going, so, um, what will the police be looking for now? Yeah. Well, I think you'll find that they'll be, um, you know, uh, looking for forensic evidence and, and trying yeah. to find out 
more about the uh, perpetrator. Yeah. And you're going, it's yeah. not exactly 9 11, is it? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's I mean, threatening. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry if we've been sounding like heartless, but the point is, is that, you know, this is going to happen for a while, yeah. I suspect. Yeah. I, I can see that the government has to stop it happening and being done by people who've just been released. Yeah. They do need to stop that. That doesn't mean some other idiot isn't going to do no. it. No. Have you is seen it, the, the footage? I think it was on one of the, I think it was on the Mail Online of the, the sort of immediate aftermath of him being shot outside Boots. Well, I've seen a few bits of footage, right. but I've not seen well, there's anything a there's a where video. he's actually being shot. Right, so there's a video. I think they've, 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 what they've probably done is edited it right. to the point where he's on the ground, so you don't actually see him getting shot. Right. And it's all pixelated out. But there's two or three coppers with their handguns drawn, yeah. and they are very close to him, pointing at him. One of them goes well, so There's over. one where it looks like he's in the car, isn't there? Is well... Is he in a car at any point? Well, I haven't seen that. Because no. I've seen there's 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 like a still picture of yeah. people of what looks like cops firing into a car. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Well, this from what I've seen, he's he's shot out on right. the street. I've seen a picture on the of lying on the street yeah. outside boots. Right. But what struck you was this. You know, he had this vest thing mm. on, didn't he? And yeah. as a guy goes over and he the says... The vest. Yeah, and he sort of puts his foot on it, I think, to see what it is. Right. You just think, Jesus Christ, how incredibly brave yeah. these people yeah. are. But then the thing that made me wonder what on earth was going on was, after about 15 seconds, mm. a guy zooms up on a motorcycle, yeah. on a blue Suzuki or Kawasaki or something, right. a racing bike, gets, not a police bike, gets off it, and he's got like a rucksack mm. on and a helmet, and he and the coppers don't blink at him, so right. he's obviously known. He's one of them. One of them. Yeah. And he gets involved. But you're thinking, what on earth is this guy doing on a sports bike yeah. in the middle of Stretton, trying to you know keep tabs on this guy? How where right. does that come from? Well, I think that we're, they're a lot better at this than we know. Yeah. Right? I think there's a lot more of them than we know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I see it now quite a bit because I'm in central London quite a lot, particularly around London Bridge. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was in I was in um, Tooley Street, which is the road runs parallel to London Bridge, um, just a few weeks ago, and I was suddenly aware, I was with one of my kids, I was suddenly aware of this car going really quickly in the opposite direction, uh, unmarked. Yeah. Um, no blue lights. No blue lights. And then it coming, then turning around, a blue light on the front in the right. grill, yeah, yeah, started with a siren, faster, going the other way. Right. It then pulls up. I then see two guys running from what is now called Moor London, which is near where the Hilton is there. Right. Two guys with guns in their hands. Oh, my God. You know, obviously plain close cops. They jumped to the back of the car drove off. Jesus Christ. No, I think that sort of shit's happening all the time. Yeah, it probably and is. We just don't know. And the guy on the motorbike think, may have been just waiting there for And I think there happen, are yeah. people stationed around London yeah. as kind of rapid response teams. Because yeah. if you think about what happened at London Bridge, they were there within four minutes. Yeah. Well, these guys were there within a couple were, of minutes. Yeah, but they were following him, yeah. it turns out. They but, were actually yeah. following him. Yeah, amazing. So... I mean, the problem, and I've said this on the show uh, this week, the worry I've got is that if they don't sort this out, they're actually feeding into the kind of racist mm. uh, dynamic about Muslims. Yeah. And that every Muslim will get tarnished by this. But how do you sort it out? I mean, I, I think firstly... I think you just don't like, let them out of prison. Well, th- you've got to be able to say that, haven't you? you I mean, to... th- that, this idea that you get out after half your sentence yeah. is nuts, Yeah, isn't it? It is. And also, I think they have to start treating these people as different. Yeah. You know, they're not criminals. Yeah. You know, they are enemy combatants, yes. as the Americans used to call them. Yeah. And we need something like Guantanamo Bay, actually. Right. right. And I know you're going to well, answer that and you're going to say, well, Yeah, but you've got kids. You know what I'm getting yeah, stabbed. No, well, yeah, but the only thing I've got a problem with. 
Guantanamo Bay is mm. that just how sort of underhand it all is. You know, I don't if you if that's your strategy is to say, you know, these people are super dangerous mm. and they clearly there's loads of evidence to say that they can look like they're they're fine to release and mm. then they go and do something ghastly. So we know all of that. I'm sorry, all of people who are convicted of terror offences like that, you're not going to get out after half your sentence. You're going to do the whole thing, and then we're going to monitor you afterwards. No, because they want to to die. But you can't stick him in in some offshore prison in orange jumpsuits and just forget about it. Why not? Well, I don't think it's... Well, you think think there's a good chance that a guy who's told his girlfriend to behead her own parents and who's told his own brothers and sisters that jihad is the only way and that he wants to die... Uh, in the fight, in the fight I just don't think there's any Christians. need for it. I think you can lock him away forever. Well, there is a need for it because the need for it is to stop him from killing anyone. Yeah, but you can lock him away in an ordinary prison. No, you can't. We haven't got room. Well, we've got we build rooms. another prison. Then. No, we build a special. We prison. Just turn Bloody Holloway prison into a block of flats, luxury flats. Really? They could, a luxury apartment. Well, I mean, I did the same to Arsenal Football Stadium. Yeah. Well, might as well do it for Holloway. <laughs> you know. I mean, the point is, is that I think we have to realise that we're not dealing with criminals here. We're yeah. dealing with fanatics. Yeah. Right. Now, you can probably rehabilitate a cat burglar. You yeah. can probably rehabilitate even a mugger yeah. or a guy that likes to steal cars. You can't rehabilitate a bloke that wants to slit your throat because you're a yeah, Christian. Yeah. It's not possible. Well, okay, I don't know if the it's only, not. Well, the yeah. guy who thought it was possible was now yeah, dead. Yeah. Because he was stabbed by a guy that's right. who he thought he'd be fucking cured. That's right. So that's, I'm afraid, the only evidence we can go by. Yeah. And yeah. You know, the point about Guantanamo Bay is that, you know, you can say all you like about the violence in America and the gun crime and all that, but they don't have very many incidents like this, do they? Well, no. Don't I mean, really know. No, I don't. Uh, clearly, as you can tell, I don't know what the right answer is. And but well, nobody does. But I'm but the right, I can tell you what the wrong answer is. The yeah. wrong answer is let them out. Totally agree with that. Right, hundred percent. So if you're not going to let them out, yeah. you have to keep them in. Yeah. So instead of keeping them but in, then, do you remember what the, what it was like with the IRA and the H blocks? You know, it was like the you know it became. Yeah, but the IRA would say, I suppose. I actually made this point to a lawyer who said, you know, you can't change the law. Mm. Well, I said, well, they changed it during the Troubles. Yes, they did. They locked people up for uh, for reasons which weren't immediately apparent. And they changed it in the Good Friday Agreement. Yeah, and they also let them go. Yeah, yeah. Without, um, you know, any reference to what they'd done. Yeah. So it's bullshit to say you can't change it. Yeah. Um, and you could argue that in Ireland, you had a um, community of people who looked to the IRA as heroes. Yes. And who politically could be led to a place yeah. to want to support them. You, yeah. you don't have that here. It's very, it's very there, is not, there is not a community of Muslims in Britain no. who wants to see these wankers succeed. No, not at all. So quite, there's no political will. Quite the opposite. So yeah. I think if you started to lock them up, and in fact, quite the reverse, I think the Muslim community is embarrassed. Oh, my God. By, totally, yeah. Right? Totally. Because, they, get, because every time... Getting hurt. Well, also, every time they get asked about yeah. it, why are you not speaking up? You know, they look bad. Yeah, yeah totally. You know. I mean... Everybody suffers the sort of general downsides of people getting randomly stabbed yeah. in the street. But if you're a Muslim in Britain today, you are you you are you're walking the streets knowing that everybody's giving you a second glance. You know. I know. So that that is bloody terrible. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the answer is, but if you've got any suggestions for what the answer yeah. is, then email send us, us in. Uh, send us an email because I yeah. guess we've reached the end of another fascinating. Uh, these podcasts are getting more and more weird, you know. Do you I feel that? like... We go from really yeah. serious subjects like terrorism to yeah. the officer and gentleman. But isn't that I life? I think that's that good. That is life, isn't it? I think it is life. Yeah. You can't compartmentalise it. 
No. Everything yeah. is connected. Yeah. Let's quip it while we're ahead. I know. This is going to start sounding a bit like one of those media, um, <laughs> you know, workshops. Yeah. I don't like workshops. Let's hold hands and have a yeah. screening session. Well, we are in North London. <laughs> have you got any steamers? Handy? Steamers? Yeah, they're all the rage. What are steamers? The things that Gwyneth Paltrow puts Oh, on. the goop thing? The goop well, thing, What yeah. do they do, steamers? You steam your vagina. I haven't got a vagina. Haven't you? No. You've got to find one. <laughs> I'm sure I've got access to one. Lucky old you. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, maybe there's another thing you could do with them. I mean, have you ever watched that, by the way? Goop. Never, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to task you before yeah. we do the next podcast. Right, let's review have, Goop. Have a look at Goop, All right. right? Great. And tell me what you saw. All right. Because there's some very weird shit going on there. Great. All and right. I mean, if you can make money doing that, good luck to you, Gwyneth. <laughs> but I mean, we might get a few ideas. Great. All right. Great. We'll see you next week. Ta-ra. <laughs> There's one scene in it where he's being sort of, where he's like screaming and nobody understands it. Yeah. And um, the youngest mother said to him, is that how you feel at school? And he went, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, They my don't God. understand me. Wow. That's I mean, powerful. there was so much that, is that came out of it, you know? Yeah. Where, uh, and, and she was really sympathetic yeah. with, I said, how can you be sympathetic? He's a psychopath. He's a maniac. Yeah. yeah. She's like, no, I feel sorry for him. I think we've all got a bit of psychopathiness. Yeah. And it's, yeah. That, maybe that's what civilization is, is the ability to well, hold it's a, that well, down. Well, I think you know? it's a very thin veneer. Yeah. Yeah. Because the way that it all went out of hand. Yeah. So quickly. Yeah. With all these people painting their faces. I mean, that's not very far from what can happen here. Definitely. I mean, I don't want to sound, you know, overdramatic. Immediately now, my first reaction is to go, oh, where is it? Yeah. Not kind of, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Is it's it not, that's go, what I thought was in North London. Yeah, yeah is it going to be... Yeah. Is it going to likely hold me up from getting home? That kind of thing. Yeah, you know? that's right. And then I got home and put the TV on because I thought, well, I've got to find out. Um, and I thought, Sky are really going over the top here. You know, they're really milking the hell out of this. Right. To the point where they've got they every single police guest you could find. I mean, all the people that yeah. we talk to whenever yeah. there's a police story. Yeah. They had one after the other on. And it was getting to the point where they had nothing to say. Yeah. You know, they were going, so, um, what will the police be looking for now? Yeah. Well, I think you'll find that they'll be, um, you know, uh, looking for forensic evidence and, and trying to find out more about the uh, perpetrator. Yeah. And you're going, it's yeah. not exactly 9-11, is it? Yeah, exactly. And I CSI think that's I mean, Yeah. What are steamers? The things that Gwyneth Paltrow puts Oh, the goop thing? The goop what, thing, What yeah. do they do, steamers? You steam your vagina. I haven't got a vagina. Haven't you? No. You've got to find one. <laughs> I'm sure I've got access to one. <laughs> Lucky old you. <laughs>